What's going on, everybody? This is Sean of Ross Like Music. And this is the Super Sunny Love Show. I'm La Molly. This is Blue and Green Radio. Party people, this is Mr. V of Confessions of a Curly Mind, broadcasting through Blue and Green Radio. You're listening to Steve Williams at UK5.org. Welcome to the Blue and Green Sessions. Right, the vibe with DJ Ronnie Ron. Cosmic, Cosmic Radio. Twisted Soul. Futuristica Radio. You're listening to the Blue and Green podcast, and I hope you enjoy what we are going to say. Blueandgreenradio.com. Welcome, friends. My name's Imran. You're listening to another episode of the Blue in Green podcast. Thank you very much for your time and your company and for tuning in to the episode uh, today. A quick uh, reminder, as always, that the Blue in Green podcast runs in conjunction with Blue in Green Radio, the online internet radio station uh, that broadcasts from London and uh, hosts shows from uh, across the whole wide world, uh, which sees uh, myself and a variety of amazing presenters uh, and DJs uh, uh, nurturing our unwavering affection uh, for contemporary uh, jazz and soul and funk music and future soul and broken beat, etc., etc. So I would love for you to check us out at blueingreenradio.com and um, kind of jump into the kind of uh, the ongoing adventure with us as well. So uh, yeah, please feel free to check us out we have an amazing array of shows uh including one which i um i still can't believe we actually are able to host but uh including one from our guest uh on the podcast episode today we are talking to futuristica music uh founder uh dj simon s and uh it's always a pleasure to be able to kind of share uh this time with simon i think if my memory serves me correctly this is the fourth uh, fourth time that we've been able to, to feature Simon on the, one of these episodes, which is, you know, it's awesome. It's so, so great. Uh, he's always very, very generous with his kind of anecdotes and stories, and uh, he's got amazing insight. Um, and uh, we're kind of catching uh, Simon uh, at the tail end of the, the milestone of uh, Futuristica Music's 15th year uh, as, a, as a massively successful independent label. And um, it's been great to talk to uh, Simon on the episode today. We talk about that 15th year and um, kind of more pertinently talk about the projects going forward uh, from uh, so for 2022, which is looking to be a really, really exciting uh, year with some amazing uh, projects, which uh, of course we discuss on the episode today. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll leave it there. I won't talk it up much um, much more than that uh, because we kind of we really do dive into a lot including um uh past projects future projects etc 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 so uh yeah please jump into the episode i very much hope you guys will enjoy it uh we feature uh regular listeners will know that we feature two episodes <laughs> gosh that's not the right word uh regular listeners will know we feature two songs per episode that's much better um uh, our guest uh, has the luxury of picking uh, our closing number and we have a, a really incredible one uh, from uh, Simon on the episode today uh, but I have the luxury of picking the opening one and um, I uh, thought it would be 
best, and it was a difficult one because we talk about a lot, a lot of a lot of projects from um, 2021, etc. And I thought it would be fun to play something from Simon's very own music for Alternative Souls. It's one of the projects we discuss on the show today. Uh, it was uh, received its kind of its reissue, its um, presentation on um, sort of a hard copy format. Uh, on double disc CD, it came out the sort of quite late into 2021, which made my day because I adore that record, and uh, it never—it's one of those things. Just having the digital versions, you know, it's, you always want that hard copy. So uh, to have the double disc version with bonus mixes and stuff like that it was a real, real pleasure, and um, I would uh, love to play something from that. So I am going to pick, and I gotta say, it was super hard because this is such a. Uh, a wonderful kind of album there's so many brilliant ones to pick uh, however I am going to pick a song that we do discuss and it's lately um, Nicola Kramer with a stunning vocal and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick that one that's my uh, my pick for the show and we're gonna play that and then when we come back we'll come straight into our conversation with Simon so quick reminder once again that the blue in green podcast and blue in green radio can both be found at blue in green radio.com um, and uh, love for you to check us out and um, yeah, hope you enjoyed the episode, my friends.
what I mean Look into your eyes, find your soul that I've been Attracted, never distracted for the essence of your being that I crave for Up in this twilight, hours in my head Tossing and turning, receiving all your power That blossoms like a flower, this sweet, never sour Feel the rain over the rings and sprays like a shower The constant leaves and powers, a love to devour The hate in this world, we combine the superpowers Cause she's my sunflower, anytime after hours As we connect, respect this feeling that is ours, yeah She's so appealing from the time that I'm the moments, yeah, we own it, and our mind is so revealing, appealing and free willing, so fine and faith healing. My soul out of this world defined, she is the meaning, the meaning. Yeah, thinking about the words, my feelings to what I mean. good you having what's going on with you are you all right yeah okay you're having a nice uh christmas break are you are you busy mm. i imagine um actually been really really quiet and it's been lovely yeah to be honest we we've not you know we've not really seen people family stuff's not happened mm. um so to be honest been quite nice to be just on our own mm. just just chilling yeah you need that time yeah. where you just disconnect don't you and just sort of afford yourself yeah. the the break from well from work and everything yeah exactly mm. i mean you know we've been doing some some you know label stuff mm. and coordination but just you know really relaxed yeah. it's, it's been great wow that's awesome and you and but yeah and you've also had a, had, a, had a milestone birthday uh as well and there was oh you've been denied an epic celebration i imagine <laughs> Do you know, it was like, because I was saying, Deb, don't, we, we can't, we're not doing anything. We can't, I don't want to do anything for that. And, you know, that was in the summer. So it's by default, that's not happened. Right. So, you know, I'm kind of, I don't know, I'm kind of glad. I think something will happen next year because, you know, I've got two or three really good friends that are 50 as well this year. So one of them's in Japan, in Tokyo, wow. and he said he wants to come over and just, you know, do something. That's nice. So yeah, he missed he's missed out on that at the moment, obviously. But we'll do something. I think I'd just love to do a just. I'd love to be in a club, man. Just you know, hanging out and playing music. But uh, I can't do yeah. it. You want to DJ your own thing? That would be awesome. I'd lo- I'd love to do a set at my own right. 
at my own party, that'd be amazing. That would be yours. <laughs> <laughs> my turn now. <laughs> um, well, well, congratulations. Uh, it's yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's awesome, isn't it? So, uh, so hopefully you'll be able to do something, you know, nice for it again with your, as you said, the buddies and stuff like that. So that'd be awesome. Yeah. I hope so. What about you? You're not you're not approaching that yet, are you? No, I'm 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 well, forty three, just turned forty three in October. Yeah. So um, yeah. yeah, a wee bit uh, away, but not too far. My God, <laughs> not too far, chiefers. Yeah, yeah. Shit goes quick, man. I tell you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, I my the thing that kind of bugs me about it is in my head, I'm still twenty one you know yeah, exactly. and that's the problem for me and that's what makes it kind of growing old old sort of gracefully uh kind yeah. of a thing because you still like can i just watch cartoons on a saturday morning like no you can't do that anymore <laughs> <laughs> and why why is the world like this? Yeah. Why, <laughs> why can't we do that exactly why do things have to change so yeah that that's my issue with getting older but uh yeah 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 so um so yeah man i mean speaking of 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 milestones and and getting older i mean i've i've said congratulations to you for you know futurists cuz you know milestone 15th year um like i've said it to like 100 times but i guess we're now reaching the end of that so you know i think we probably started talking on like probably i guess in you know quite early-ish mid uh, sort of year 14 and it was always this build up to you know to mm-hmm. that kind of point and now it's you know we're talking december 2021 and it's the end and and you know how how has that year been how's that kind of celebrate celebratory period been for you um it's it's been really really nice this year um you know a lot of support a lot of um a lot of great stuff as well and stuff that i didn't expect to happen this year so that was um that was really really pleasing and just to just to know that people just you know were checking in and going oh yeah okay that's great well you know yeah of course it's fifteen years right we'll play some stuff or you know we'll support and talk about it and spread the word it's just it's been it's been really nice I wouldn't say overwhelming because it's kind of what, when you're in it you're kind of just working it right so you're kind of going with the flow of it I think next year I'll probably look back at this year and think wow that was you know a monster. Yeah, it was. I mean, I've got a stack of futuristica CDs in front of me, uh, all from this year, and it's this really great mix of kind of sort of oh, new and old. Basically, you've had some great mm. new releases, but you've sort of tipped your hat to kind of past stuff as well. So you've got that. Um, as regards the new, we have uh, the Sun Circle uh, Life Stories EP, which I had the incredible pleasure to talk to you and Deborah about a few months ago uh we've had uh le note and still feels weird to refer to this as her debut kind of solo record right yeah but we had uh, the two disc rebirth we had as valet uh virgo stella uh nathan thomas had his manifest ep which kicked the year off i believe um yeah. and then you've got these kind of wonderful uh reissues i mean as you know oh, that the two disc Futuristica 15 compilation is, is magic. Um, mm. The Mark Rapson uh, dark verse light expanded edition and um, the uh, overdue, if I may say so, sir, uh, <laughs> CD uh, double disc of a music for alternative souls, which I'm, I'm gleefully holding in my hand right now. So um, yeah, it's been a nice celebration of kind of new music and, and, you know, tipping your hat to past uh, successes as well. Yes, 
Yes, absolutely. Mm. We've been in a, a privileged position to to be able to to do these um, and and you know create these releases and and look back on things that we were fond of or you know wanted to um, you know issue on CD or you know in an extended edition. Um, so it, it's and you know and I wanted to I've I've always wanted to have Mark's uh, album in its full you know kind of uh, ex- extended expanded yeah. form because um, I'm just the, the biggest fan of that record. So it was just, you know, I wanted to do that for years. Why, why was there it. a delay? Was he re- reluctant for any reason or what was it just no. timing? Or? Yeah, just, just to, you know, as, as per usual, it's just timing and, um, you know, linking up uh, situations where that's an, that's an appropriate thing. You know, we can, we can do that. So, I mean, I wanted to do it on vinyl initially, mm. So, you know, we had to, you know, have a partner in place that, that would do that with us. And, and we found that, uh, we found them and, um, yeah. And then, you know, doing the CD was, was, uh, was relatively easy after, you know, coordinating the, the vinyl. So, um, it's, it's always timings and, and links hmm. and a bit of luck. Yeah. Did you kind of reissue everything that you kind of wanted to, or were there any kind of hard copies you wanted to put out of, of things maybe you didn't get round to? Or I mean, there's so much deserving mm-hmm. of that kind of attention, isn't there? But is there was there anything at the top of the year where you thought, no, nah, that one will be good to revisit in some capacity as well? Well, there, there are one or two that I wanted to do, but will will happen next year. Oh, wicked. Um, so that you know they've missed the 15 year yeah. celebration, uh, you know, uh, extended sort of edition series, but they will they will happen in in 222. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then I, I you know that i'm now holding this glorious uh again two disc futuristica mm. 15 which is you know my gosh man amazing it's such a you know you, you. again a, a mix of sort of new and old you've got about seven seven brand new tracks uh for uh the compilation which you know are brilliant brilliant uh tracks uh and then you kind of you know you tipping your hat against the sort of the classics and rarities and a bunch of stuff appearing for the first time uh, on CD as well. Um, how do you even begin to put that together? You know, like we're sitting down with yeah. that catalog and thinking, right, boom. Uh-huh. Like, how long was that? <laughs> it, it it was a, if I'm honest, it, it was over a year of of figuring. You know, so in you know, uh, 2020, I was looking at that, thinking, okay, so what, if we do this, how how does that take shape? So um I just it's, I thought it's got to be two discs it, I can't mm. I can't pick 15 or 16 tracks so it's got to be more um and then you know I I spoke with Mark and said look Mark we need to make some new some new music for this I think that's that's only fair and the right thing to do and um and some of those guys you know were, were coming off the back of of albums yeah. um but then some of the guys hadn't done anything for a while so it was nice to put those those new things together at the, at the, the front of the album um but yeah picking picking back catalog uh, it's just impossible yeah impossible i could do it three times over i think <laughs> is there it's, anything I love is it I, I can't imagine though i mean is there anything now where you kind of think yeah probably should have put that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> i won't absolutely. ask you what it was but yeah is every day every i'm just looking at <laughs> go ah oh, what about that? oh yeah <laughs> but you know that 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 then you know creates possible uh comps for for next year right. because i think there's, there's one there's certainly one that that comes to mind that that, that will be a sort of a rarities and, and remixes comp at some point oh brilliant with stuff that didn't didn't even get near that comp so 
Awesome. Yeah. It's, it's there, there is a lot. Wow. Yeah. I mean, one of, again, it's going to sound like I'm blowing smoke, but my favorite track from mm. the new ones, but one of mm. my two favorites from the new ones is the uh, What Goes Around uh, track with Leno. And oh. it's such a great song. And I, you played that, I think, on a on a Futuristica radio show uh some months before this came out and i remember messaging you saying what's that and you were like wait (laughs) be patient and i thought that is that's an incredible tune and yeah so i'm yeah i was really excited when that was on there it's such a really really great tune and the really cool thing about it and this is something that we've discussed before it is credited Mm. to uh dj simon s and uh you know we've talked about how your music for alternative souls you know the 2018 mm. project was after all that time of collaborations and projects mm. and groups that and um of, you know jazz chronicles and peter franks etc that was the first mm. time you put out a record with your own name so it's kind of exciting to see another song with you know right. your own name so is there forethought to another simon s project yeah. at this point uh, yes i mean that's always in the back of my mind but it's 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 odd because that that track particularly that you mentioned um you know a year or so ago i just i just wanted to do something with Leno. i was just like oh, can, you know can we just do something i've got this thing you know this this track and she's like oh great and she did it pretty quickly um so i just i just had it sat there and thought well actually that could go on the comp because it's it's a you know no one's heard it mm. so it's, it's, it's as far as everyone's concerned it's a new thing and then it got it did get me thinking about okay I should actually look at all the great guys that we work with and, and, and try and formulate something. So there, yeah, there's something in there somewhere. It, it will become another record at some point, I think. Oh, that's great news. Yeah. That is great. So. It's a, it's, yeah, it's a great, great tune. And I, I was, yeah, I was wondering like, so that's interesting that it came from, I thought you, you know, I guess these things are always interesting because you either create the, uh, you know, the, the the framework of the song and think, right, this needs a vocalist. Who shall I turn to? Or you, you say, I guess you've said you started with the desire to work with the the vocalist in question, and then you've created something to tailor towards that. Is that kind of the right way the song went? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it can, yeah, it can can work various ways, but um, it's it's odd. I mean, I, I, I. I um I have full confidence in in the the, the vocalists that I work with um, on projects, and you know I yeah so I could I could give them pretty much anything and they'd come up with something really interesting. Mm. So um, that's kind of a nice position to be in. Yeah. Um, I mean, and that track with Leno, it was you know I mean it's just as you can probably remember or or tell, it's just you know that main loop. And some chords on it. That's it. And she does the rest. So it's like, you know, that's what I love. That's what I love about her. Mm. Um, she can she can do stuff on just raw beats, as you know from the album she did yeah, yeah. with Azalea. Yeah, just the rawest but most beautiful, you know, set of tracks. So yeah, and and similarly with you know Georgie or Deb or um, some of the new people we're working with. It's like it's just they can just see that and hear that. It's great. Mm. Yeah, and obviously you guys, there's a couple of tracks. You've got a Jazz Chronicles uh, number that you've done with her as well, isn't it? So, um, yeah, oh, yes, there's, yes, a, yes. there's a cool um, uh, chemistry, I guess, between you guys. So it'll be awesome to see uh, some more. And also, obviously, you you remixed two of her tracks from the Rebirth album as well. So, um, sure. so yeah, yeah, it's great kind of lineage of tracks between you guys. So, yeah, that's uh, that sits quite high up, I would say. 
Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, awesome stuff. So while on the topic of Mr. DJ Simon S himself, we have mm. uh, now holding the uh, Music for Alternative Souls extended edition, mm. two discs. Um, uh, wow, man. This is, yeah, this is overdue. I adore this record. And again, I have, I've had the opportunity to talk to you and Deborah uh, about this record. And, you know, some of the, the stuff on there, it just, it's so it's so freaking great like you know obviously i'm not going to start naming (laughs) you know half humans sunshine through the trees lately blah 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 uh beautiful with oz i mean it's 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 a great great record um what were your thoughts when you kind of came to saying yeah let's let's put this out on on hard copy as part of this kind of reissue series well i was i was you know i wasn't reluctant but i was you know i'm just like oh you know it's just I, th- I feel differently and think differently about my own stuff. Mm. Um, so, you know, the objective thing with, you know, putting stuff out on a label and then putting your own stuff out through that label is kind of a, a strange mindset yeah. to have, you know, or headspace to be in sometimes. But um, I just looked at it and thought, well, you know, when I put stuff up digitally a while ago, I just thought, well, all, all that could go somewhere as a hard copy. And then people asked about that. They were asking about a CD which was lovely so um yeah and i just thought well actually there's there's a few more tracks that didn't make the album for no other reason than there wasn't there wasn't any room mm. um so it was it was lovely to be able to put all of that um in a collection um and and kind of i don't know i suppose sort of look at your own work sometimes and think okay you know there was value in that and and i loved i loved working with the guys on that yeah um and obviously it's got a lot of emotional connection with Oz yeah. having had the pleasure of being able to work with him um, when he was here and then, you know, continuing work with and developing some of the artists that were on that, like Georgie, yeah. for instance. So, and, and Nathan as well. Yeah. It must be awesome to have, you know, tracks from, you know, three years ago, uh, you know, before their, their releases even came out to, to have stuff from them on this as this yeah. great precursor to the music that they would subsequently go on to make, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And it, 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 you know, it felt like, um, you know, like a platform for them, but and me as well, but just as a whole collective moving forward, it was just, you know, another step for everybody to take together. So it's lovely to do that. Mm. So you've, you know, obviously the, um, the CD2 kind of houses these, uh, awesome remixes of, of the tracks as well. You've got Mecca 83, uh, yourself, obviously K15, Catcall Fritz, Mark Rapson. Uh, is it easy handing your work over? Cause obviously you, you do that a lot. Obviously with Jazz Chronicle stuff, there'll be bonus remixes, uh, from people as well. But how do you kind of feel when you hand stuff over for, to have yourself kind of remixed? Do you, have you ever heard anything and thought, Oh no, no, that's not at all what, what <laughs> I would want. Or do you just say, yeah, whatever you do with it as, you know, I trust you and go from there. Exactly. Yeah, exactly, exactly that. It really excites me because I just I just love handing stuff over of 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 mine or anyone else's to, to people for their interpretations of that, mm. um, and they all do that differently. Like Mark, for instance, Mark Rapson will not want to hear anything of right. the original. He'll just get the vocal, and he'll he'll put a piece of music to to that vocal with no reference points at all, mm. just a tempo, um, and actually, the remix he did for lately. Yeah. I actually accidentally gave him the wrong the wrong tempo. <laughs> so, uh, see, he was re- he was like, "Sorry, um, I'm, I'm I'm placing the vocal, and it's kind of it's not where I think it should be, but it kind of sounds all right. What what should I do?" And he played me, and I went, "Wow, it's really slow, but I love it. <laughs> it's it's and I'd, I'd give I was like eight eight or ten BPM out of the original tempo, 
So how he did what he did, I don't understand. He's, that's why he's a genius, yeah. you see. So, you know, uh, it's just a crazy, another Rapson thing. It's great. I know? love the, the the kind of the switch between lately because, you uh, you know, the, obviously your version is this really kind of heavy hip-hop beat kind you know mm. uh, production for it and it's just brilliant like in, in that regard and it's one of those songs i think it's something i mentioned to you last time as well but it's one of those songs where you hear it and think well why would anyone remix this well you know there's nothing you can do with it you know it's it exists and right, right. there's no improvement to to be made with it you know again much the same like the point i made for deborah's uh, i'll see you again it's like why would anyone even yeah. attempt this um because right. it's it, you know it is perfection and then you get the alternate version of it and it's like oh well this is now you know you've gone from a hip-hop heavy uh inspired production to this new soul kind of uh really exquisite you know kind yeah. of take on the song and again Repson does the opposite for i'll see you again you know he takes the the gorgeous ballad and makes it into this Diller-esque uh kind of uh golden era <laughs> hip-hop inspired it isn't yeah crazy kind of uh flip on each song you know it's amazing exactly and and mecca and mecca 83 and i have a joke running joke whenever he's remixed something and, and i send it to evan evan just says right i'm giving up music again thanks <laughs> and we just we just don't do any music for a while god we just <laughs> we just sit and go oh god wow how can we do anything that's even in that league it's funny amazing um well yeah but yeah it's it's great kind of take on it so uh yeah. yeah lovely uh addition to sort of the comp uh are there any other kind of uh like uh songs or anything like about kind of when you initially made this album back in i guess 2018 was when it came out it's maybe 2017 2018 that mm. that kind of ring kind of you know that you kind of tend to think of when you think of the album you think oh gosh that one was a a pain to put together for whatever reason or you know was it an easy process was it something that just came out quite you know quite uh effortlessly or did the album kind of have its challenges for whatever those reasons would be um it i think there may have been some challenges in there potentially but i think it's it was all made remotely so you know it was it was you know music to someone vocals back mm. you know mix mix and, and and produce in my own time um so that that was kind of a relaxed easier process than i, I thought it might be but um yeah, it was, it was, it was really, um, it, with these things as, as well, you know, I might've made, I can't remember, but I might've made, you know, 20 or 30 or 50 tracks. And some of those became other things like a Peter Franks thing, or maybe a jazz Chronicles right. thing. And, and, a, and, a, you know, so, so it was, they're all tracks with, with various ideas or vocalists attached to them. And then they just become part of a project that feels natural to it. Um, so it's you know there's no rhyme or reason to my process at all to be honest it's it's all very random mm. unless i've then got a bunch of tracks that make sense and then i can focus on then creating that you know finalizing that project mm. do you tend to prefer working that way when you're working with someone do you prefer to send something away and then when you get it back you can take your time with it or how how different is that experience to being in the studio with someone do you kind of feel pressure to act more quickly or or anything like that um, it depends. Um, I think more recently, I've well, well, in the last few years, um, I got to work closely with Georgie mm. um, when she was right, especially, you know, kind of a year or two before the album. We were, you know, in the studio here writing. She was uh, writing with Deborah um, as well. So we were all in the studio, just 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 kind of vibing a bit more. 
understanding where you know things needed to be um and she does that with raps and now yeah. she goes to his studio and she finds she finds that process a bit more um relaxed but creative um but then i like i like i just like getting vocals back from people and go right great and just running to the computer and just you know getting on with it and being able to be in that little zone that i have because mm. um i'm not a really i'm not actually a, you know like a fluid uh, a competent musician so i can't sort of sit at a keyboard and go right let's try these chords guys and you know i'm just using loops and samples the majority of the time so it's kind of that's the beat guys write to it and then i can sort of embellish on top of that afterwards right. yeah it's that kind of process but you know i i just like hanging out with people or just doing music in any any way we can yeah, yeah. amazing awesome stuff man um uh, I guess following on from that, you had uh, another project uh, that came out this year in, um, well, I guess, kickstarting the crafted uh, product kind of uh, sub-label to Futuristica, uh, which is really an exciting premise. So um, I was hoping to ask you about that, but also the project that kicks it off with your re-edits and reworks volume two, uh, kind of coming some years after uh, volume one, but it was a, a, an awesome kind of uh, thing to to see. And there's... A, a brilliant kind of uh, uh, 12 tracks uh, that you're kind of reimagining uh, as um, uh, kind of really inspired kind of remixes uh, for Mini Ripperton, who, uh, again, that's a great kind of a uh, great kind of pairing almost like your productions with Mini Ripperton, Gangstar, which I was super excited about just on paper, you know, to have two tracks there, James Brown, Erica Badu, uh, Tom Scott, uh, Love Unlimited. So, I mean, what, what would, you know, what was behind this project and uh, the kind of the crafted product label as well? Uh, well, so crafted product is just, uh, you know, an avenue or, you know, like an outlet for, for, for exactly what that mm. is, just kind of like edits and, reworks of things that I just you know I kind of do over the years and, and songs I like or and hopefully with with some of the guys on the label as well so that you know want to touch things like Rapson or maybe Mecca people like that so um it just be a, a space we can put those things out um you know unofficially kind of like just promo material right. just because we like to do it um and yeah I think a lot of those reworks and remixes were you know from across a 10-year period. Oh, wow. So some some were done around the time of the first one, which was a long time ago. Um, And and some weren't really touched since then. Mm -hmm. Some were, some were then. And then I did a couple of recent ones to, you know, sort of fill it and make a full album. Um, But then from that, another eight or 10 have been done recently. So I think there'll be another one soon. Oh, wicked. Yeah, so it's kind of... um, you know that, but you know, you if I'm you drove that a little bit, that one. <laughs> you you know, you were behind the wheel of that a little bit for me. Well, it's she about time like, oh, finding no. some recognition. Gosh darn it! Yeah, <laughs> how so? <laughs> I think you kind of alluded yeah. to this before, which is yeah, it blows my mind. But how so? Yeah, well, it's just it's just that whole thing of you know when 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 people that you kind of you know you respect or you know um, really uh, you know rely on to kind of. Um, just 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 be behind what you do um keep talking and saying you know oh you know what's happening with that odd yeah those re- reworks are great you should put an album together okay maybe i should because it takes more than me thinking about it right it usually takes some pokes from other people to say you should think about that it doesn't take that with other projects right you know i'm i'm the guy behind with the enthusiasm behind all the projects on the label when it's your own stuff 
it's difficult. You know, you need other people right. to sort of be looking at it from a different perspective and telling you the truth. You know, if it's not up to scratch, then, you know, keep keep doing it until it's better. Mm. So, you know, um, it's nice to have just people in your corner a little bit with some of those projects. Yeah, I mean, it's, well, it was a no-brainer, man. I mean, you had, like, stuff before, you know, because, uh, uh, you know, I think when we initially connected, I was, you know, enthusiastically putting futuristic shows together. And, you know, it's, yeah. you kind of assess everything that you've kind of got out there. And there's such a slew of these amazing remixes uh, that some you've, as you've, you sort of said earlier, you've just done for your own kind of enjoyment. And it's sort of like, yeah. well, I mean, people are going to, totally embrace these if if you kind of give them the chance to to kind of to appreciate it and hear it and enjoy it and um so no i'm i'm I, well it makes me super happy that you that you've you know you proceeded and uh kind of yeah that i'm able to hold a, a you know a, a cd uh like this uh, sort of in my hand right now so yeah so thanks very much man yeah awesome stuff thank you man thank you um yeah some great names on there as well I was, yeah the pairings of it are really cool what kind of inspires you to want to remix something is it so i always figure like is it a case of some a song you love or a song you don't like <laughs> because if you, if you don't like it like well i can i can do something with it if i don't like it do you know what i mean <laughs> oh, i i'd never ever ever be so arrogant or presume that like it's, it's like <laughs> I can improve on that premiere thing he did. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, just to get reps on there. Yeah, absolutely. Come on, primo, step up, sir. Come on, mate. Come on. (laughs) Hardly a classic. No, but it's like, you know, it actually worries me because you think, what can you know, you can't do anything. There's an acapella on the 12-inch. What can I do? I can't help myself. (laughs) (laughs) And it comes from DJing days, you know, from, you know, doing that live at a gig, you know, just putting beats underneath acapellas you love and you know that that kind of angle so it's it's kind of a, it's always been a thing that I've done since I was a kid with tape decks you know yeah um so that was just just having that outlet to do that was was just nice to yeah just just put it you know and a few people asking you you know where they can get it and how that works and stuff so that's just it's just like you say it's nice to just share that with people mm-hmm. yeah awesome um I, I i guess you know sort of we talked about like the kind of uh year 15 coming to an end and uh mm-hmm. i guess turning attention to you know 2022 and you know beyond mm-hmm. kind of looking forward to the to, to the next 15 so what is the plan for the next 15 years now <laughs> uh, I, I guess, <laughs> you've announced some really exciting uh projects just for 2022 alone which is you know mm-hmm. uh, uh, there's a lot for people to kind of their enthusiasm to kind of continue into this year with and uh uh, there's there's well i guess there's four that i can think of that you've you've put up on on facebook Mm -hmm. and sort of teased about upcoming uh so there's i mean electric conversation is one you know that like you know as you say if you know you know and uh that's uh as you say you know you know as i say that you (laughs) say but you know we have this lost tapes project coming yeah. up and you know as a fan it's in, incredibly exciting and um to, i mean how how does this even come about oh man it's you know it's it's such i'm so attached to these guys they're, yeah. they're such a family to us and um you know it's it's been bumpy for them um you know they've they've had some 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 shocking heartache and loss and but really 
positive, beautiful things happen as well in their lives. So um, now and again, I would just, you know, put their records on and just, just hang out with them. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in my own way. And then, you know, I, I one time I dug out some some old, basically like an old demo CD. And I was like, oh, man, I remember that. And, and I had a conversation with, with Chris as valet, I think, years ago about that. And he sent me, you know, the official tracks, but they were MP3s. And then we spoke about finding the the full, you know, the WAV versions, the full quality versions. We couldn't find them. Um, they were probably with, unfortunately, with Oz somewhere on a computer. So that's, you know, not accessible at all. Um, and that was that. So we were like, okay. And then this year, um, Gus mm. uh, was speaking with, with Asvalet and Lenote. Um, and they got together and hung out a little bit this year after a, a long gap um, between, you know, meetings and mm. stuff. So they were they were t- talking about that with me and um, Gus decided to kind of put that together Wicked. a little bit and, and, and kind of made it made it make sense as a project. He did a great job in kind of blending that all in and, and making it sound as good as he could. Um, mix wise and balance wise and the guys and then it's it just started a whole new story again mm. um, and it was just it was just lovely to see first of all them doing some work together again um, and, and to just hear these lovely pieces of work from like their very very early like their first year as a group yeah. um, it's just just great to see and hear that happening yeah it's really exciting because when you sort of the notion of it is very much it's not say like a, a a compilation of say random things it's it's something that's very indicative of the time mm. and the era yeah. for all of them when it was all kind yes. of created and this is all before like the first album comes out and it's them at their earliest and kind of rawest and they're trying to figure out their own sound and it sounds amazing and um yeah it must be incredible for i guess for them to, to just even to listen to this after what i imagine is a really long time yeah, I think so. Um, it's and again, it's it's you know it's kind of sometimes a, a strange headspace to be in. I think for them, um, you know, trying to under, maybe understand and appreciate what what they've achieved mm. and what they've what they've produced over the years, um, and that's you know that's the the very start, the very sort of you know and the nucleus of, of what that what that is, um, and that's what that's what they are. They're just they to make raw music, raw, beautifully raw music honest music and to just have that as a as another release is just an absolute blessing yeah. for this year coming yeah amazing i suppose in a way there's quite a lot i suppose that there, there could be sort of i mean outside of those recordings there's also i guess there's quite a lot bearing their name that could almost be used i mean they did a, a production for one of deborah's early albums as well didn't they and there's the kind of the electric yeah. conversation remix that they did um yeah. for uh the very first project of which gone com- completely blank um l- um low budget, low budget so yeah, yes yes you know so okay, i suppose yeah. there's almost a, a nice compilation of stuff to be had there as well and um, for everything that they've done for the label so exactly. um, yeah so there yeah it's magic really sort of magic touch that that was and i think that first album in particular as well i mean i'm a massive fan of yeah. both of the the electric conversation albums but uh, i suppose that first one is really kind of yeah yeah that's uh it's, it's a beautiful piece it, of work it really is yeah, yeah. so yeah. Uh, I, I imagine it must come with great pride for them but also for yourself to you know to have been able to to kind of to put that out and have it be a real flag wave sort of for futuristica 
Yeah, yeah, and and you know, it's a very personal record for me. It's just you know that was one that was really close to, close to me mm. at the time that that was being created and produced. It was an early record on the label, and plus, you know, they were just we just connected with those guys really quickly. Yeah, we understood where that who they were as people and and where they were coming from musically and it was just great let's go let's yeah go. actually how far into that process when you initially met because i know um obviously much has been made about you know uh they were opening for uh deborah and silhouette brown in paris uh mm-hmm. and then you know she heard some of their songs got in contact with you you guys connected but how far into that album were they was it a complete finished piece of work by then i know actually i imagine it wasn't because obviously deborah contributes to to that album as well doesn't she mm. so i guess it wasn't yeah. finished finished but how 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 early do you remember was it quite a uh a early stage of the album was it some months away from being finished or anything like that i think it was in a very early stage i think they had they had tracks and demos at least um for that project and ideas of where to take right. it uh, because they I think the first thing they presented to me was a track called Dancing and Vibe Change, you know, which right. was a 12 we did. That's the first thing we put out on vinyl. And that's on the and, 15 um, compilation as well, isn't it? Dancing is on the, yeah, exactly, because yeah. it was not on their that's album right. yeah, yeah. CD. And, you know, um, you know, they they felt they'd gone past that sound and they'd developed further than that. So that's that's when the actual album communication developed so it was, yeah, it was early stages when we met them. And throughout that year, the first year, they developed that project. And I think we put it out the, the following year. Wow, brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Exciting stuff. Yeah, super excited about that one when it eventually yes. comes out. Yes. Um, and uh, moving on uh, from what we have for 2022, uh, we have Deborah Jordan uh, and K15 with a, the project that sort of you've been touting uh, on um, on Facebook as well, which it's a really interesting uh, kind of follow up for Deborah. So, uh, mm. I mean, how, how far into that project, uh, you know, how, how's that working out? Is it uh, kind of coming out sort of early in the year or? Yeah, um, that's, I don't know, to things... schedules, beg you, sorry, I didn't mean to. No, no, it's fine. It's, um, if, if things um, work out the way we're hoping, it's going to be April, mm. um, the album, and it's, it's done. We just, just finished it. Um, in fact, mastering next week. <laughs> it's, it's really, you know, still f- very fresh to us and we're still sort of, you know, just finalising mixes. But yeah, they, they've done a great job. And it's it's a beautiful record, and it is very different to the last Deborah record. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how did that um, one come about? The idea of the sort of the collaboration. Well, Deborah and Kieran K One Five have always always admired each other for what they, who they are as musicians, mm-hmm. and um, you know, over the De- basically Deborah's wanted to do more with K, um, you know, and wanted to have him involved in in projects all the time understandably mm. um because he's 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 unbelievably good um and they got the opportunity the last year or so they were just working on more tracks so it kind of continued on from the work th- that he did with deb on see in the dark yeah. they just continued making making tracks and he's always sent her music amazing like all the time so it was just a case of actually we're getting towards something that looks like an album let's let's do it together mm-hmm. let's 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 put that out as a joint album so um, it's yes, yeah, very exciting. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's it sounds beautiful, it's amazing, amazing stuff. Awesome, yeah, really excited about that one. That's going to be a 
kind of yeah a lot of fun i mean deborah kind of she's amazing in that she just can thrive in in sort of the notion of like collaborations you know in terms of well uh i'm talking to a sun circle partner right now you know but uh like she's whether it's her as i say the top billing artist for her solo records or like a sun circle yeah. project or this k15 project or silhouette brown she's you know just one of the most versatile artists i think that, that you know that i've certainly ever right. encountered her ability to just you know to just bring out the best of who she's working with and to adapt to kind of their style mm-hmm. and sort of great yeah and how she's able to do that so yeah this is a kind of a new one that i'm yeah really excited about yeah absolutely um and it and it's great because it, it's it's a bit more varied in the sound right. um in terms of it, there's a lot of different tempos and stuff and and uh it's it's what you'd expect you'd, you know it, it when you hear it you'll go oh great it's deborah you know right. um but the sound beds are very um it's, it's very unique very interesting record it's 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 very very nice and it's it's it is a good it's the only thing she could have done after seeing the dark right. i think i don't think you could do that again you'd have to do something else right. and that's exactly what this record's going to be Brilliant. i think yeah yeah awesome and um uh we have the the introduction of a new name uh as well a new face that you've been uh again talking about on on facebook in izzy james um mm-hmm. and uh, this is really exciting kind of uh seeing someone kind of new inducted into the in, into the fold i mean how how did izzy kind of come to uh to your attention uh in in the first place so izzy james is um an actual she's a student of deborah's um and she i mean she's she's wonderful she's very talented great singer great songwriter as well for her age she's only 17 so she's really you know um at at the very beginning of of her kind of musical journey i think um she's been writing for a little bit but she she hasn't recorded really until this year and uh she took to that really quickly and really naturally so um we're really excited about her because she's just got she's got something unique about how she delivers her songs. Um, and she, and she, you know, she just likes lo-fi kind of hip hop soul production, basically, um, on the darker side, like she likes kind of, you know, very sort of edgy or uh, minor key pianos and stuff like that. She's, she, she thrives off of that mood. So that's what I do all day. So, (laughs) you know, and Mecca, Mecca's actually the primary producer on the album. Um, along with myself and I think Rapson's going to be involved in a couple. So it's, it's an, it's a real, it feels like a real, um, a real proper debut project, you know, for her. Cause it's, it's literally the first thing she's doing in music. Wow. Um, and, and everyone's involved and everyone loves what she does. So it's, it's great. Great to do that with her. Amazing. So at, when, at what point did she kind of go from sort of being Deborah's student to, to your ears kind of going, Hmm, who, 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 who's that? Or, did, or was it Deborah's idea to say, Hey, you know, maybe there's, there's a potential here for something a bit more. Yeah. I, I think so. She'd been here a little bit, um, doing weekly lessons with Deb and then Deb was like, so I think you need to, you know, we need to look at this girl. I think she's got some potential, mm-hmm. but she, you know, she's very shy. She doesn't want to sing in front of anybody. Um, so, you know, I, I had to, and Izzy's listening to this. I'm sorry, Izzy, but I'm going to say it. I used to hide outside the door of the studio and listen in (laughs) with her just practicing with Deb. And I I, I used to think, wow, these songs are great. But I don't recognize them. She must be singing something. And it was was her own material. Yeah, I thought she was doing, you know, covers of things. 
Um, and it was it's her material, man. I was like, wow, she's so so talented. So, you know, we we quite early on thought, okay, let's just you know let's in her own time and how she feels comfortable, let's work with her a bit further on you know maybe looking pushing towards recording something. And um, yeah, and she took to that. She we did a session, and she was just just straight in, comfortable first second take, nailed it. She's great. She's awesome. Natural talent. Amazing. So how, how, what was, uh, if you remember me asking, like the the response to her, I mean, I, you know, her being sort of just you know, generally shy and having mm-hmm. difficulty, you know, uh, sort of singing in front of people when you then mm-hmm. say, hey, let's, you know, let's do a record sort of thing. Was it kind of, was that particularly yeah. daunting for her to kind of get her head around? Was she like, yes, this is brilliant. This is exactly what, you know, this is a dream come true. Or, you know, what? how did she initially take that, that kind of that news? Well, I think I think it was a bit of both. I think she was like, "Really? Like, what, what are you talking about? It's just me, you know." Kind of, you know. She's very humble mm. and just doesn't understand that she's she's got this voice and she's got lots of really interesting things to say. Um, so, you know, uh, we, we're approaching it very naturally and and letting her do that at her own pace, really. Although, you know, I am kind of pushing a little bit, saying, you know, you just just believe in what this can be. Um, and you know trust us to a certain extent that that we feel that you know you're ready to do something um, w- but when you know when you're comfortable she's kind of with she's definitely with the idea mm. um she and she you know she's she's done great she's she's almost put the album together really wow. um with with you know with, with us guys and, and the producers so yeah I think I think she'll probably surprise herself when it's 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 a real thing and it's presented mm. I think she'll consider herself seriously then. Amazing. Yeah, that's that. That Yeah, cool. That'd be a nice moment, I think, to hear your... Yeah. I suppose yeah, I've never, you know, obviously been a part of, say, making an album. So I imagine you're, you're hearing things, obviously not complete. You're just hearing, you know, pieces mm-hmm. of the music that's not finished and you're doing your part of the vocal. And then when you hear a complete project after what I imagine can be quite a long time sometimes, um, yeah. it must be quite a, quite a magical experience for anyone, I would have thought absolutely and that, and that's what we love we enjoy that we we enjoy seeing that in people you know having that that first experience of you know first of all hearing themselves back um and and then hearing it in context in the real world yeah. you know in, in amongst music that they may be like themselves mm. you know so again you know we referenced georgie a lot with with izzy because it was a similar situation you know georgie was you know, is the biggest fan of, say, Hiatus Coyote or, you know, right. Erica Badu or who, you know, all these guys that we love. And then, you know, a couple of years later, her her songs in the same playlist yeah, on the radio. Yeah. I mean, it's like just that must be weird to people for sure, yeah. especially when you're starting out. But they're of that they're of that quality. They're, they're brilliant artists. You're right. I never cons- I, I don't know. In a way, I haven't considered it as like that. I suppose you go into it as a fan you know for for like these these artists and everything and then you're right and you're making a sort of best of the year playlists and you're sitting you're like alongside you know some again these 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 mammoth names that the people that you're yeah. you know pinching yourself you're, you're sort of being featured in the same show as so yeah my, amazing those must yeah. be real magical moments i i certainly look forward to that so sort, of, sort of seeing that for izzy uh next year as well as, as i i don't doubt it will obviously be exactly the same way absolutely absolutely can't wait yeah and speaking of of young georgie as well i mean you've uh mm. th- there have been some posts about uh her having a, a 2022 uh release as well is that uh, w- uh, 
is it kind of gearing towards a full length release or is it just like a, a sure. single or two an ep or anything like that no i think i think there'll be a single or two in an album full album <sighs> summer amazing um yeah she's you know she's a busy girl she's she's final year at uni yeah um so you know that's you know, she's literally told, I've seen her recently. She's like, I'm pulling my hair out. I can't, you know, I can't cope. <laughs> but she's super talented um, with, you know, what her other discipline, which is art and design mm. and animation. So she's, she's in the, you know, the final year of that and um, trying to get her head around getting the next record ready, which is, you know, no mean feat. Cause yeah. you know, it's, um, it's a, diff- it, it's a, when you're, you know, you're young, you're at uni, you're under time and work pressure yeah. and having to consider, you know, putting a record together as well. It's, that's a lot to, that's a lot to contend with, but she's, she's doing great. The stuff, the stuff she's uh, delivered so far is, is beautiful. So we're very excited about that. Yeah. Does she kind of, um, walk, I mean, misunderstood is, it's a really fantastic record. Like I, I honestly couldn't scream louder about it. I think it was a, mm. a real, real fantastic, perfect record and um i'm obviously not the only one that thought that i thought the the, the online reaction certainly to, to the album and just her like her voice her performance uh everything about it you know she's totally nailed it you guys all as a collective you completely nailed it i mean you kind of when she you know did she does she have any trepidation kind of sitting down to going into number two is it a case of like oh okay now so don't you know let's let's <laughs> let's make sure this is you know just as good or is she kind of like you know does she want to try new things is it a case of she's is it a nerve-wracking experience to kind of try and go in for number two so i imagine it would be yeah i I think for anybody it is and it should be um because if it isn't i don't think you really care about it um she she really is um hoping to make another you know beautiful record um and and i i think she will because that's what she does Mm. she's just she just you know when she puts her head in it she does things that pretty much no one else can do i think um she's very very gifted and you know she's it's just it's just a headspace thing for her as well Mm. as it is with most people it's just having having affording that time to yourself where you can sit and just taking all the you know the music you have and start writing that stuff that you feel's honest and true to yourself, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's your story. And, um, I think it'd be more of that. I think it'd be a very, very honest record again. Mm. Um, the, 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 the things I've heard so far are exactly that. They're really, really, um, personal, um, pieces of work. And, um, you, you feel that you just feel the integrity in it. And, um, and, and the music's wonderful. She's doing loads of great things with raps and, um in his studio Brilliant. a bit more organically i'd say this time mm. around um she's i think she's working with mecca again and, and k15 um so yeah it's so it's the same team so it's you know it's it's part two maybe yeah. of misunderstood, misunderstood but you know with with another couple of angles on mm. it as well yeah looking forward to that massive yeah as am i i am um, yeah i think yeah massively it was uh misunderstood as a really fantastic record uh yeah. so it, yeah her you know and yeah it just oozes like personality and charisma and just everything about her is 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 real something special so um 
So yeah, it's yes. going to be pretty great. And she nailed the uh, the Children of Zeus collab as well, which must have been really exciting for everybody. Absolutely. I mean, that was, you know, again, that was a moment for her where it was like the realisation that this yeah. is real. I'm, I'm doing real work here because they were her favourite group. <laughs> she gets a, an Instagram from Tyler and, you know, it's like, she's like, is this a joke? Si? Is this <laughs> what's going on? I'm like, no, that's real. That's real. It's because what you do is amazing and you know mm. this is this is this is what i think you need to expect in the future you know this is um it's a privilege to be able to be involved doing those projects and you know getting on that record but it's it's the first of many i think for her yeah yeah, yeah amazing stuff and you've got yeah. obviously you know in relation to this sort of um uh, celebration everything i mean we i should be asking you now about the the fantastic jazz cafe gig that would have happened in um was it oh gosh november i think uh yeah. it was supposed to happen so uh obviously mm-hmm. for uh very super logical reasons it has been postponed mm-hmm. to further into 2022 uh yes. you know covid and and everything like that so that must have uh come as a as a blow to have that that kind of gig pushed over or did you think it was just you know it is what it is sort of thing it's interesting because it initially it was like yeah okay we've just got to be sensible so we you know we, we made a call um ironically over that period where the gig was there were several people involved in the gig that couldn't have done it anyway so it would we would have pulled it like you know that week which is what we wanted to avoid mm. because i don't think that's you know it's a bit disrespectful to people sure. that have you know come along bought tickets and stuff so we wanted to give people lots of notice so that was that was the main reason behind all of that um, that decision, and you know actually rescheduling it to summer next year kind of kind of feels logical because it makes it almost a launch for Georgie's album. Right, awesome. Um, I that's the angle. That's the kind of whole purpose now for that gig. So if we can do that, amazing. And. Um, if we can't, we'll, we'll we'll figure something else. Yeah, but it's, it's it, I mean, sort of the previous version of it, the original version of the lineup was was epic. But I know that that sort of it already expanded. Uh, I think Mecca's now joined the the DJ lineup, for example, who I don't think was initially sort sure. of on the bill. And I guess you know, there's a, a potential there's potential for Izzy to kind of have a have a, a magical moment as well, which is God scary mm-hmm. as hell, right? <laughs> You, yeah, exactly you never know i mean we're open to all of that yeah. um we're, we're not quite sure um how that's going to pan out still sure because of course we, we just don't know where we are in the world still but i think ideally yes we'd have we'd have the majority of the the, the gang um attending and, and doing doing something together but we, we, we will have to wait and see amazing we'll have to wait and see but all, all i can say is there will be um there will be an event um, and it will be it will be headlined by Georgie, effectively. Oh, brilliant! Wow, great! It will be her. It will be her album launch, her headlining, and you know, um, potentially some of the other guys in support of that. Amazing. Yeah, so we're looking forward to that. Brilliant, super! That's that's, that's excellent news. Uh, I'm mindful of your time. We spent ages to just <laughs> trying to get to the point where we could press the record button. So I, I've. Um, I'm mindful of your time, so I don't want to delay you much further. Um, it's, cool. it's always such a pleasure to talk to you, dude. I really, really enjoy having the chance to sort of sit down and just kind of just see how you know how how you are, how the how the label is going, because it's always up to this you know these really brilliant achievements and 
just real yeah it's always just really really fun to see all these projects kind of come out and um to see uh, the, the the love and affection you all have for each other and for everything you put into your music it's just it's a real joy man so congratulations on uh, again you for an amazing uh, uh year 15 and for 15 years before uh of of just real uh, you know just amazing releases man I, I know you're you know you're a super humble dude but i really hope you just sort of take those that those kind of moments to just say hey i've done pretty well <laughs> you know and uh because you you guys have and uh sort of you on as kind of the, the obviously the driving force of the label so uh so yeah uh, uh much love to you guys and uh yeah all the credit in the world to you many many thanks really appreciate that thank you thanks buddy uh as always you're a, you're a veteran to these episodes now um but we have uh, a closing uh song uh that which our guest in this case you uh will pick uh to send everyone home super happy so is there a, is there a song that you kind of uh had on your mind that you thought would make a nice conclusion to our conversation today well um yes there is there is i i thought of a a song that has always influenced anything i do musically um their sound the, the way they put records together and it's it's the young disciples wow and it's a song called um all i have and it's the original musicarium remix and it's like like 10 minutes of just just the best 90s production with strings and bass oh, and beautiful brilliant. voices you know i love they were like a massive massive group for me um and the, but the little story i have with this is um when i used to go clubbing in the early 90s um when i was a, a very young man i still looked really young i looked like i was at school still so <laughs> i used to go really early and sneak in before even the bouncers were at the door <laughs> and me and a, a friend of mine um we'd hang out and wait for the guys to start djing like the warm-up slots but part of that was on this occasion um it was a, a night norman jay was doing with i think patrick forge and norman jay was just warming up the sound system just getting the levels good and he played the the test pressing or the promo of that song so um i i just lost my mind i was just like <laughs> what sat there like wow and i went up and said you know norman what is this man and he sort of showed me, and he had like YD's promo, and it was like, oh my god! Like it was like a, like a massive, massive moment, milestone moment wow. for me in music, and it just sounded so good in this small club, and and it just that I always hold that memory of being in that club at that time, you know, like 1990 or something like that, whenever it was, and just thinking, this is what I need to just be involved in somehow, you know, I just need to be doing this. Ugh. So that's that's my closing song.